when I was working in DJ Energy, we were, uh, I was in this task force where we looked at the uh, white certificates market. And uh, there were several countries at that time that had introduced the scheme, and France was uh, very well developed in that regard at the, that time too, with this uh, white certificate market there. But we did decide that it was so dispersed, and uh, Europe was definitely not ready for having a European-wide uh, white certificate market. We wouldn't actually obtain the savings uh, we would like to obtain with this kind of mechanism. But um, so I'm very interested to hear Liliana. Liliana is a senior associate in Ellen Overy, and she uh, will also raise some competition issue and regulatory issues, I think, with the white certificates. So uh, I think you're very competent to give us this uh, presentation. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm striving with making the <laughs> display view a full screen world. Okay, that's Thank you very much, Birgitte. Um, so, uh, as you mentioned, I'm mostly a, a competition lawyer, so I will give you the, the perspective uh, uh, of a competition lawyer. But before that, I will uh, try to outline this uh, system of uh, white certificates as it was implemented in France and uh, what was uh, our experience uh, with uh, energy saving um, actions and uh, incentivizing uh, those uh, energy saving actions. Um, so briefly, if we want to present the uh, EU energy policy in certificates, uh, here's a quick refresher of uh, the different types of certificates, uh, colored certificates that, that exist today. So the brown certificates, uh, which are the, um, the permits to pollute and that help to attain the um, uh, the gas emission uh, reductions um, uh, within within the European Union, uh, the green certificates, uh, with uh, which uh, the previous um, speaker um, talked about, uh, and that promote uh, the penetration of uh, renewable energy sources. And here we come to the white certificates, uh, which is a more rare animal, if I may say, and uh, which are aimed at uh, incentivizing energy savings um, or uh, energy mm, uh, efficiency policies. Uh, so, so what is the uh, EU framework? Uh, we have uh, uh, the directive, uh, now currently directive uh, on energy efficiency, uh, which has now, uh, uh, which has entered in force and uh, is supposed to be now implemented in all member states. But uh, what the energy efficiency um, uh, directive uh, recognized, acknowledged that, uh, well, time is not yet ripe for the um, white certificates uh, to be uh, to be introduced uh, uh, across the union as a common um, uh, as, a, as a common framework so uh, um, one of the well one of the first recitals of the of the directive says that uh, well the administrative costs risks uh, being uh, quite high and uh, it is left to the member states to uh, to implement those uh, relatively ambitious energy saving uh, targets at national level. Um, and this is how um, we have uh, quite uh, differing solutions in, in the various member states where we, we do have those solutions. And France is one of the first um, uh, states, well, one of the um, uh, 
uh, first uh, EU member states that introduced this uh, uh, mechanism of uh, white certificates. Uh, it dates back to 2005 when the first uh, law was adopted, and now it's, um, it's incorporated into the French Energy Code. Um, so this mechanism uh, aims to oblige the, the suppliers of energy to, to induce a certain type of uh, energy-saving behavior by the final consumers. Uh, and this comes actually in parallel to other um, support granted from the state directly to, to, uh, to consumers, which is like um, uh, tax rebates uh, if you change your windows or uh, uh, undertake uh, any um, energy efficiency um, works, um, improving your heating, si heating system, for example. Uh, but in France, the choice was to actually oblige uh, energy distributors or so those who, who sell the energy uh, to, to induce this uh, energy-saving behavior. So um, obviously they are not the first ones to be interested in uh, energy-saving actions because as economic operators their main um, objective is to sell more energy, not less. Uh, but um, as we are going to see... Um, uh, in the in the mechanism as it uh, it has been set up in France, is that basically the the target um, the target of reducing energy consumption was um, uh, was imposed on those suppliers, and if if they do not comply with this target, well they um, they must pay a fine, uh, which is quite heavy, and this is where the certificates come come into play. Because uh, in order to avoid uh, paying uh, the fine, you can go on the market and buy those certificates um, either directly to, uh, to, to other suppliers who have managed to, to obtain more than their targets or from other uh, eligible uh, players like uh, local uh, authorities or uh, uh, social housing um, uh, bodies that are authorized to uh, implement energy saving actions and in return obtain uh, energy certificates while, while they are not subject of the of the obligation so the, the 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 objective the idea was to create a sort of a market driven incentive to to reduce energy consumption and the the mechanism as you're going to see uh, in a couple of uh, minutes was not among the, the simplest. Um, there is a, a special unit uh, uh, introduced for measuring uh, the energy uh, saving actions. And uh, this unit is the kilowatt hour QMAC, which is Q, um, French for cum, abbreviation of cumulated and updated. Uh, and for uh, the equivalent of those uh, uh, kilowatt hour QMAC, um, QMAC uh, saving actions, you obtain uh, those certificates. Uh, the objective is quite ambitious. We are now in the third period of uh, implementing the uh, energy saving um, uh, policy. And as of uh, this year, the, the objective is set at 700 terawatt hours QMAC um, uh, a target uh, for, for all of uh, the obliged parties. And this is a little um, statistical view of how the, um, 
the policy went through the years. So uh, this is uh, drawn from a from a public report uh, from one of the um, French uh, public bodies who uh, who published uh, uh, the statistics. So you can see the. Um, uh, the, the line uh, going uh, in a very um, uh, progressive uh, way. It started with a very low low target. In 2009, it was 65. Then in 2010, it moved uh, to, to 405. And now in uh, 2015, we have 700 as an objective. And it was more or less... Um, achieved uh, this target, uh, even though um, the mechanism which was imagined by, by the legislator, well, the, 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 this idea of uh, making a trading platform for, for exchanging white certificates was not exactly uh, very successful in the first years. Uh, first of all, because the volume of certificates was very low, and also because uh, most of the exchanges, most of the buying and selling of, of those certificates uh, occurred directly from party to, to party, so it did not transit through the uh, through the platform. So here's a very uh, uh, kind of uh, simplified uh, scheme of how, how it looks, uh, how the mechanism looks. Uh, but as you can see... Um, uh, well, it's not as simple as that. You have uh, basically the obligated parties, uh, which are the, uh, the energy uh, suppliers, uh, EDF, GDF, uh, as, the, as the incumbents, but also all those who, say, who's, who sell like, fuel, like Carrefour, Total, uh, and all the, obviously the, the alternative energy suppliers, who, um, who have uh, uh, targets of, uh, of a given... Uh, level and then you have the eligible um, companies who, which include the obligated uh, ones plus local authorities and other the trading platform and what the the saving actions uh, defined by law are and how you can obtain basically uh, the certificates by implementing those actions and uh, well if you're not uh, you are um, you go to the to, to the platform and buy uh, the, the white certificates, or otherwise, if you don't manage to to reach uh, this objective, you pay a fine. Uh, there are a lot of uh, question marks and uh, a lot of questions uh, uh, to which uh, I'm not necessarily providing the answers, uh, but. Um, uh, this is something that will will come when we look at the issue from a state aid law perspective uh, because we have uh, this uh, energy saving um, obligation that is uh, defined in simple um, uh, mathematical terms you need to reach uh, this target but uh, it is not defined in a very clear way uh, well, it's not defined at all how much it costs to realize th those actions. So we can, we can ask the question, well, is it not a little bit discriminatory because you have uh, bigger players who, who might probably have more... Um, it's easier for them to, to obtain uh, the certificates because they have uh, larger networks, uh, etc. Then uh, the the cost of the energy-saving action may be, may be different as well because you can just... Uh, uh, in, try to have uh, from uh, consumers uh, who uh, who change their windows and who, and who pay 
those works themselves and just obtain uh, a little paper or the bill proving that the, the energy um, action has been completed and just uh, have your uh, energy saving uh, certificate for free without investing uh, a single uh, euro in that. Then there's a question about how the... Uh, how uh, is it easier for certain companies again to uh, to obtain um, uh, those certificates to avoid the fine um, and also um, a major question about incumbents uh, who in France um, are can benefit from uh, regulated tariffs and by law can recoup some of the um, investment they have made into energy saving actions uh, by um, uh, by reflecting this in the in the regulated tariffs so quite a lot of uh, question marks now how this would look uh, from from a state aid perspective we have um, some precedents for green and for brown certificates so uh, on the left side you have the definition of, of state aid and the four criteria that uh, that you use to to define um, a state aid you need to have uh, state resources which is uh, the transfer of uh, the positive transfer of um, uh, of state money or the negative um, uh, so, well, negative transfer, that is uh, an exemption uh, to, to pay uh, a tax or a fine, which is foregoing revenue. And uh, in the President's uh, uh, Commission, uh, European Commission decisions uh, and uh, European Court's uh, case law, uh, this question has been addressed, uh, the specific question of uh, uh, obtaining for free uh, certificates uh, which are tradable, um, tradable property, and so from which you can actually um, gain uh, gain money. Um, so this was considered to be uh, um, uh, to be state resource because the state is uh, uh, giving up. Uh, perceiving any any money for for those uh, certificates now the advantage which is the second uh, state aid criteria uh, does the measure uh, favor certain uh, certain market players to the detriment of uh, others uh, and here again the um, the commission and the EU courts precedents tell us that uh, this can indeed be the case um, if the beneficiaries of the the three or the three allowances uh, in the case of um, uh, brown certificates or uh, the green certificates as, as such um, are um, well those who, who, who obtain those certificates are relieved from the cost of buying them uh, and therefore benefit from, from an advantage. Now this is not sufficient, the advantage must be selective so compared to other uh, market players there are some um, some who uh, benefit from, from, from this measure more, more than others um, so if the measure appears to be, in this case, uh, applicable to all the obligated par uh, parties, uh, we, have, um, uh, we may have an ad uh, a selective uh, advantage if only some, uh, some of the players are able to, to carry out, uh, well, in the case of green certificates, it was uh, uh, carrying out the modernization uh, investments, uh, in the case of uh, brown certificates, uh, the, uh, well, the, the permits to pollute, uh, they seem to benefit more uh, large industrial uh, undertakings. 
And once we have this, um, this uh, set of this analysis, uh, well, the fourth criterion, which is the distortion of competition and uh, the impact uh, on trade between member states, uh, would be considered relatively easily as, uh, as met because uh, as long as you have um, a discrimination or advantage, selective advantage that benefits to some of the market players and not uh, the others, uh, it will obviously constitute um, a potential restriction of competition, and uh, also because this is uh, a sector which is open to competition within the EU, uh, and players are active across uh, across member states, the the impact on trade between stand, uh, between member states would also be considered as uh, as met. And here is how we we implement this um, uh, this reasoning to to white certificates. We have. Um, tradable property rights which are issued free of charge. This is, this is the case by the French state. But, uh, of course, uh, they are issued in exchange of an energy-saving action that the obligated party has uh, presumably implemented. The problem is that uh, often this energy-saving action would not cost anything because the, the player would be able to, um, well, the obligated party would be able just uh, through its network of um, partnership, um, um, uh, well, uh, traders who, I mean, um, uh, undertakings who, who go and uh, make the works uh, with, with, the, with the consumer just will be able to collect the bills uh, and exchange them the bills for those energy-saving works and uh, present them to the public body and obtain uh, white certificates in exchange. Um, the advantage, well, here um, we we saw that uh, we might have an issue with uh, larger companies, which in this case are the incumbents because they have this uh, wide network and they go they can go um, uh, and. Uh, uh, collect um, well they can reach final consumers uh, more easily and uh, uh, they have also this uh, image of um, well uh, green players uh, they can invest uh, in uh, in um, advertisements in uh, actions um, and have the guarantee that they would afterwards recoup those costs uh, by uh, reflecting uh, reflecting them in the in the regulated tariffs, and then uh, you have the selectivity criterion. Uh, even though the scheme in France applies to all obligated um, undertakings without any distinction, again de facto uh, you have the, the the companies with harsh, higher market shares that obtain much um, much more easily. Uh, the white certificates, regardless of the target, which obviously is also um, crafted depending on the on the turnover and, uh, they, they, uh, of the sales they they achieve. Um, and then, once uh, we have uh, the selective advantage established, uh, it's um, uh, again easy to uh, to come to the conclusion that it would p potentially distort competition and impact on trade. This is obviously a 
tentative assessment. Uh, we don't have a precedent, to my knowledge, where the European Commission would have considered white certificates under the state aid uh, rules. Uh, the, there are decisions of the European Commission which considered other models of um, um, of energy saving uh, mechanisms, for example, in in the UK, uh, but it was not uh, it was not a white certificate trading uh, trading scheme. And I will uh, conclude my presentation with this uh, scheme again, uh, which shows that indeed the the mechanism in in France was not among the the, the simplest ones, which. Uh, also reflects what uh, the European the, the European uh, Energy uh, Efficiency Directive said that well there are administrative costs in in managing this and it may be difficult to implement uh, at uh, at European level uh, and um, it kind of uh, summarizes the, um, the the issues that uh, we just discussed from uh, from a state aid uh, law perspective. Just the last mention that in the in the Commission's uh, new guidelines. Uh, on energy uh, uh, environment, environmental uh, aid guidelines, uh, white certificates are not mentioned. There is a mention of uh, uh, green and brown certificates as uh, aids potentially compati compatible with the EU state aid rules, but uh, nothing directly concerning white certificates. So this is uh, uh, an issue to, to be followed. <laughs> Thank you very much.